So there was a time, Josh, when I was turning you into Slim Shady quite regularly and it was when I didn't realise that you were into music as much as you were and maybe that's what really kicked things off. I don't know because since then you've just gone on a tangent and I just seem to be hearing about band practice and all this stuff way more than I should be. I feel like I feel like it's impinging on the friendship, and if I actually, you know, initiated that by, you know, bodying you like a rapper, yep. then, you know, that that's on me. I don't want to make you feel bad, but you turning me into an early two thousands rap god did make me want to play guitar in a progressive rock band again. It's a weird connection, but it is your fault. Wow, you could wear that one. Wow. Well, you're welcome, firstly, to anyone else that seems to be like a total fanboy of Josh back in his musical era. And to me, it just feels dirty. Today, I walked in (laughs) and to my disgust, we're supposed to be creating content for your ears, like collectively together with our voices. They're our tools now. Mm. And I walked in and you, you, I just, I can't even say it. But you had a guitar in your hand and pedals under your feet. I did. And you just, you barely even acknowledged me. You were so engrossed mm. in you as an artist. Did you notice that I had the one leg over the other leg douche sitting position? Too? I just, I yeah. had to look away, really. <laughs> it felt like it burnt my eyes. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But the hair thing, I know that's on me. But it leads me as well to just, you know, let's just take you back just a month or two ago when we heard a story about another grooming situation. Mm. And what I'm curious now is to the curtains matching drapes scenario because I, like, we're talking about buzzing a kiwi fruit. Yes. If you go back to, like, the Slim Shady are you going to slim shady or are you going to just or are you just going to go all out kiwi fruit everywhere <laughs> look i'll be honest <laughs> not a, not something i've given any thought to i don't to. think this was a question he was expecting <laughs> no and the fruit analogy i do enjoy that yeah i also so enjoy to refresh people that maybe haven't heard that mm. episode i basically described myself grooming as shaving the underside of a kiwi fruit with my eyes closed and that part hasn't changed I am no more skilled than I was several months ago. In terms of dyeing it, when I last had blonde hair, they were mismatched. Oh, mismatched. Yeah. Yeah. That was some kind of, you know, vanilla chock top type situation. (laughs) That was all over the shop. I haven't given any thought to dyeing to match colour. I'm not against it. But my feeling is one time I remember that we left the bleach in a little bit too long in my hair. (laughs) And it burnt my head. <laughs> so I'm a little bit concerned about burning the old boys. The burning situation, yeah, because you're just not sure when you're going to need them, I suppose. <laughs> Do you remember what happened? Because you were running late when that happened because we'd had to dye my hair twice. You basically <laughs> flung some moisturiser at me. Rub that in your hair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm worried about the state of the friendship if I burnt somewhere else. Not that well, you'll be. Oh, I was going to say that. I should not be part of that, nor do I want to be. You started the original dying. Yes, yes, I did. 
and I'm apart from the whole the music subset, which to be honest, I love musicians and I really am a strong advocate about building the collective around here as long as it doesn't involve you because you're like my content buddy <laughs> yeah, and you're a comedian. Who do you think you are moonlighting as a bloody musician these days? <laughs> well, that's the problem. Most people see it the other way around. If you like us, like I like us, get onto punchingsideways.com, give us a bit of a likesy, have a bit of an exploration around and maybe buy us a coffee. Let me ask a question. You're at the centre of the music culture. Yeah. And there's several people that are. You're one of those people. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but I'm like, giving you that. I okay. see that as a compliment. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not yeah. taking it not as a compliment. Well, I just you, don't know whether it's you, fact. Well, let me, maybe if you don't want to hear it that way, maybe you're adding energy to the scene, not taking it. Okay. It's yep. a positive. Is it because this was happening and you didn't know about it? Is that the part that hurts? No. Or is it just that I wasted your time for half an hour one day at the end of a podcast having to listen to me bitch about it? No. It's that you and I had talked about it and I felt like I had you back and we'd got you to this point. And I think it, it's not that you've gone into, like it is now, like that's a thing yeah. now, but it was more that someone was saying to me something and I had your back. Like I was yeah. fully sticking up for you. <laughs> and So I'd been mislabeled and you were sticking up for me. You'd been correctly labelled and you'd not told me what the new label is. After I'd gone through, like, I felt like I'd lost, like, we're talking about hair colouring. I had to, like, get more colour in my hair over that course of the year to cover the greys of counselling Josh out of the fact that he didn't need to rely on music like he was a comedian now and that's how he wanted to be seen. Mm. And so it was more that I didn't know the actual fact, even though I felt like I'd been on the whole (laughs) <laughs> through the whole route. Yeah, so you were you felt like you're on the inside, but you're on the outside. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a like a back slap in the face. Like they've got a fish this, going. This yeah. is not the first time this has come up. This is the only time I've understood your point and that I've cared. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like yeah, I actually get it now because I had worked through something with you over little tiny chunks of conversation over a period of time that I was trying to let go of an identity. Yeah. And then the first chance I had to dive back into it, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And now, like, you're just fully, just fully, fully, fully into it, which is fine. Like, I actually think it's funny now. As you say, like, I'm, like, in the musical sphere, right? And you know how I have this tendency to come up with these great ideas that are actually, like, being done but because I've never been aware of them, I just think, wow, I'm amazing. I can't believe I've done this. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> so my open mic night, which I absolutely love, mm. it just feels – and because I'm very new, like I didn't – in full honesty, had no idea of any musical part of Josh when I met him, nor was it – that was never a thing that even like entertained into my headspace. I go off and I like do these open mics and and I just see these people that like turn up that I've never seen before and I just treat everyone the same and then someone gets on stage and I'm just like, oh, wow, that's amazing. 
this is awesome like this. Then it turns out that people go, oh, yeah, 20 years ago they were like very, very high profile or 10 years ago back on the scene and I'm just like a completely different scene that I feel like I'm in a very privileged position actually as well where I don't have any pre-judgment on anyone. But I'm going, oh, this is really cool. It is. What's extra cool because I've come to a few of the mics is that it's the convergence of multiple generations of what I would say are very talented locals have started coming back together. And that's something I haven't seen before. It's very cool. Like I've seen a couple of really great people come through or a few great bands and then the scene either dissipates a little bit or they move away or things get scattered. And now, and then another generation comes along. Whereas now it feels like there's three distinct generations that are now all part of one big collective group. Yeah. And they all just like the, the best part for me, sorry, I'm interrupting, is it feels like there is an actual massive appreciation for each other and what they can all do mm. and a big level of support, which. I know that's not necessarily like 100% across the board, but in a generalised yep. space, like for instance, like the a person that I thought was getting up on stage for the first time ever, absolutely a very competent musician that had been playing in a different space, yeah. saw actually got to see sort of the second generation below him that had also, according to someone else, being quite good in an era of metal music and saw him for the first time and was equally in awe, Mm. which I think is really cool that everyone's getting together and seeing different genres and different things and it's not just one blanket sort of space. In saying all that and hearing you say that, it makes me think of maybe why I got back into music very shortly after we talked about all that. I think looking back, that was a process of me letting go of my music-related ego. Yeah, okay. And now I'm so much happier than I ever was before when someone's really awesome. Yeah. Like I always had a pinch of, oh, like, for example, Eva and Asher. Yeah, I'm talking Eva Mahoney yeah. and Asher Bright. Yeah. They're two singers that can level the room. Yeah. Like completely. Like they're unbelievable. And I say I don't say that lightly because people know that I don't just throw that word around. It's not thrown around willy-nilly, guys. No, well, I'm happy to throw it around now because I truly feel that way. Like yeah. they're goosebump-inducing yeah. vocalists. Previously, old Josh would have been, at some level, even if I was amazed by the performance, feeling a pinch of why can't I have that talent? And yeah. I couldn't have been as happy for them until I let go of that being my identity which you helped me do in rec. This is all retrospect, but it's becoming clear. Now, when I go to something like the mic, if someone absolutely just crushes, like there was a young kid the other night that randomly played one of the best songs I've heard in a few years on a guitar he'd never played before. Yeah. It was so entertaining. It was so, and he was such a great performer. And I don't think I could have been as happy in the past for how great that moment was. Yeah. That's what I am now because I've kind of let go of, I love guitar more than I have for a couple of years, but I've let go of everything else. Yeah. So I'm sorry you had to go, you had to be there to push me through all that. No, 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 like that's good, but I'm still obviously going to be, you know, (laughs) 
negatively attached to that <laughs> for quite a while. Yes. But I'm glad you're getting to get like the heart happy feels like yeah. I get because I I don't know whether you've you've seen me. You haven't been to too many of them, but there are definitely times when I'm just walking around with like the biggest smile on my face because I just like, wow, I just like, this is so cool getting to see this. And there's all these people here that are getting to see it. And yeah, yeah. it's going to sound silly. People on the podcast don't know, but you probably do know. I've mentioned it a few times ever since I had the virus in the middle of last year. I've had a lot of ear problems. Yeah. Like blocked ears, pain, like earaches. And I found going to the mics where there was lots and lots of bands playing, I found it overwhelming. Like I just couldn't hear it properly and it was giving me a headache. So yep. I, I honest, I regret not having been to Morth because the talent's great at the moment. Very, very cool. And everyone seems to be supporting each other. Like just something simple. People sit down the front. Yeah. Like that was an impossibility back when I was playing lots of gigs. You had to literally, and I remember Rudy, the singer of the band that I was in at the time, he had to go and get people by walking into the crowd and dragging them up the front. And one time a young guy kicked him in the leg for it. <laughs> like that was how hostile it was back in the day. Maybe there's a level of underlying hostility when I'm running it that people just go, right, well, we better like yeah, pay attention. There's a fall in line factor. <laughs> there's definitely a, a fall in line factor when I'm running. And that's like, a, again, we're talking about across the board. I, I have no idea whether this leads into that or not but I definitely have a and maybe it's because I have the naivety of who's supposed to have been good or isn't good because I'm so new in it like everyone is treated with the same rules to the point where I feel like so Josh messaged me the other day and he goes oh I might pop down do the open mic and I was like yep whatever same rules same as everyone else if you turn up I'll put your name down, then you get on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fucking, like, oh sorry, <laughs> cut that out. You're yeah. just like, oh, he, he, you don't need to be like that. And I was I was sort of like, oh. I was like, well, actually, it's like it is the absolute same rules for everyone. Yeah. And they all know. Like, no I, one- <laughs> I agree it's a great rule. But can I please defend myself? <laughs> just for some context for those listening, if you do care, what I actually did was said, Look, I know there's already a couple of comedians on. I'm thinking of coming. If it's too many, I'm happy not to come. That was basically the original message. I don't think you said not to come. Let's oh, not fight about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that, like, that detail's not important. The second part of the detail came out, I, th- I believe, post the the like. All I did was basically was just told you to pull your head. <laughs> and I was like, ah. and I was like, okay, fair. I've just got to be like, because sometimes it when wasn't I'm even run- what you said. I loved what you said. It was just the words you chose. <laughs> and then I think I might have said something a little snappy. And we then- we all get. I will say this. I know I am the worst person at it because I can either send you a complete novel of 10 different stories, like a how choose your own adventure. <laughs> Do you think that's how those, I'm right? Those ones are fun. <laughs> choose your own adventure. Yeah. Or it can be just the most like cutthroat, blunt, just direct to the point. And none of them have any maliciousness behind them. It's just whatever is operating in my head at the moment. Yeah. And what happens? And it, it like I appreciate you pulling me up because I was like, ah. Oh. I wasn't but, even uh, actually the way well, when I read it. the message. I'm like, oh, that sounded like I was being angry. Like I was being angry. Yeah. It was really just the language. I'm like, oh, you probably wouldn't want to say that to some people. The way that it was said, and it was only because you had condensed a whole 
paragraph Narrow, yeah. down to three words, basically. And I'm like, ah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I, well, in my, I did reflect and go, actually, I would say that, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually like absolutely just across the board. If you want to turn up, you can turn up, but it has to be right at the start. Mm. Put your name down. I want as many people to turn up as possible just to watch even. But if you're not there at the start to put your name down, then I don't allocate you a time because I want to encourage everyone to be there for everyone else. And we're doing a lot of talking about Mel's open mic here, but it is the Soden's open mic that you're running. I don't know whether we've even mentioned that. No, we haven't actually. So just if people are wondering, well, where's this thing happening? It sounds great. First Wednesday of the month at Soden's. Yep, correct. Mel is the host and to her credit, for when the comedian people get up, there's a little group. She does a great job of resetting the room to the point where actually a guy that I've known for a long time, Dave, mentioned it the other day that you did a great job of doing that because he hadn't been when the comedians have been on, I don't think. And he was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to go because this crowd is not paying attention and they're pretty loud in between artists and in between people. And yeah, so you've got to- you're getting more compliments than I am. No, oh, well, that's that's just part and parcel, though. That's nice. I, I actually was the other night was like another little heart happy because I set the room. There was four comedians, four comedians in a group of people that have turned up to watch music. I was like, all right, I buckle up. Yeah, <laughs> I had it. So <laughs> I've got the listen to me when I tell you to listen. Because also when a new artist comes on, I'm like, pay respect, like this is hard. Yep. Listen. But I had a external shusher. You did. Who was pulling people into line too. Like everyone's been that hardly glared at or like I will pace down and stare at you if you are inappropriately talking when yep. I don't feel like you should be. Yes. <laughs> and someone else shushed and I was like, oh, wow. This is amazing. Yeah, I've started a, a thing. A, a team of shushes. A team of shushes. That's when you know you've really built something special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, once again, first Wednesday of the month, come check it out if you're in Albury or Wagga or anywhere around there that's safe driving distance if you need to come to and from Albury for the mic. Yeah. And yeah. Thanks, Mel. Thanks. Bye-bye. Laters. <laughs>